Hey guys, uh, welcome to another episode of Thinking on Charge podcast. I am Jonathan with Team Salt Boys. I am Ryan with Team Rays. I'm Ernest with Team Empire. And uh, Marco may or may not join us later today. He is with Team Meta Club. Uh, but oof, do we have an episode for you? Uh, obviously, we had Nats just finish a couple weeks ago. We have uh, set 15s finally in our hands, or most of us at least. Um, we've got Mythic Booster reveals. We've got all the cards revealed, so we can talk about what we're looking forward to on that. And then um, now we have set 16 to look forward to as well as uh, a Worlds. So let's, uh, I guess, go in order here. Set 15, Saiyan Showdown, four secret rares. Uh, there's probably like a, a top five that I have in mind, and like four of those five are yellow. Uh, Ernest, Ryan, I'm going to open with you guys. Opinions on the set, uh, favorite card or cards that you guys feel like stick out, and uh, you know, what, what is your opinion as a whole for the whole set together? I think uh, so. I think I said it'd be ironic. I think I talk shit about every single set, and every time I talk shit, I'm always wrong. Like it's it's pretty fucking <laughs> iconic at this point. Um, but I think the best card out of the entire set's definitely the um, three drop counterplay Goku. Oh, the one, best. the one that reduces its energy cost uh, for every extra card in your energy drop area or, or on the field. So Pepsi if ball or giant ball. It, 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 yeah, it's definitely a crusher ball, and that's what I like about it. It's also a, it's also a crusher ball that replaced itself and is a blocker, and because it's a crusher ball, it does everything in the counterplay step. So you're countering a card and then draw. You're you're putting a card in rest mode and then drawing a card before an effect goes off. So they play something like a um um uh fucking uh the toa the overall toa that makes your opponent discard a card you can play this put the toa in rest mode and then draw a card before the toa makes you discard so if you like draw an ape off of the the goku then you can just discard that um off of the toa discard you can also chain it to fu shrouded and get it to come in rest mode Mm -hmm. this card is so good and if you play uh so if you so if you (laughs) so like uh, another good line of play is like if you charge um of what the fuck's it called? If you charge uh, uh, Power of the Super Saiyans, play Planet Vegeta. Search this card out, and then it's a one drop. Exactly. Um, I'm glad that you mentioned that. I, I wholeheartedly agree with Planet Vegeta going with the Steadfast Goku because you can just pull that with Planet Vegeta, and then now you've already reduced the cost of that card by one on its own. Yeah, it's it. The card, the card's got so much versatility, and it's got two of the best things. It's yellow. So it works really well with Saiyans, uh, because Saiyans really like the color yellow and the color red. And um, it works really well with the fact that it's just got the same keyword. And there's a lot of uh, cards in uh, yellow that search out Saiyans. Planet Vegeta being the number one that comes to a lot of people's mind. For sure. Uh, yeah. uh, you can also search the Turles, which is one of the other best cards in this set. You cannot. You cannot. It's a five drop. Turles is a five drop. It plays, it? it plays for yeah. three, but it's a five. Uh, it plays, yeah, actually, it, it plays for two. Um, so, that, that's actually that's my second. That's why I thought it was a four drop. Guess well, that's why I'm a bad I, player. I, I'm paying an extra energy for, for no reason. <laughs> you could be like me, though, right? I removed a marker off my unison, got second place in a PPD tournament somehow, but it was removing a marker every single time I played King Piccolo, the new ruler. There you go. But, uh, <laughs> that is the, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. Did you not? Yeah, but I watched those games. 
I don't remember that. The whole time until you told me, like, literally you told me right before my final match that, hey, you shouldn't be removing a marker from your unison when you play the new ruler. And I go, huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my second favorite card is the Tireless. The, the, the SR Tireless. Uh, it's, it's, uh, this is basically the replacement for Raider's Warcry. Raider's Warcry has been power kept into the game permanently by how powerful this card is. So, it's, it's a five drop, comes out for two. <coughs> uh, if your opponent is, uh, if your leader is a mono of the yellow saiyan and your opponent has three or more energy, you can tap to yellow play it. Uh, auto on play. Uh, choose your opponent's battle cards in the rest mode, KO it. And then you choose another effect. You either draw a card to replace the tireless that you just played. Or you choose another over your opponent's battle cards in wrestling and KO it. It gives yellow um, power, like just an extremely powerful removal. This card's like legitimately atrocious on how good it, on how like powerful the removal is. Like killing two cards in yellow is is legitimately like, uh, like, like unheard of. Like, and yellow doesn't have a lot of removal, and this card just comes into the gate being like probably one of the best removal in the game right now. Yeah, I agree with that. I really, I really do enjoy the fact that they've swapped yellows and greens uh, stereotypical uh, interactions in this set to where yellow KOs and green will rest something, uh, and it helps synergize like lemon lime decks. Like uh, uh, if you wanted to play like a yellow green variant of something, but you you have more yellow than green, you can still pull off like a green effect with that turtles right of KOing something. So, yeah. Uh, your leader does have to be uh, mono yellow. Though. If you're just playing a mono yellow leader with like uh, playing a mono yellow leader, but you're playing dual mono color yellow saiyan, I believe. Yeah. And mono, uh, yeah, mono yellow saiyan. So the steadfast Goku actually has no color restriction. Just, yeah, that's that's also something I wanted to know. No color, no leader, no nothing restriction. You just gotta pay just, one one yellow for it. <laughs> you have to. You have to have, the only uh, thing about that card is that you have to have yellow extra cards. Yeah, you have to have yellow in, in those areas. Then Ernest got to like a wind tunnel or something. Yeah, like yeah. Er- Ernest is going through turbulence right now, and uh, yeah, sorry, not sure what areas. He's, Sorry, he's, he's boarding his plane to Southwest right now. <laughs> he's driving through the tunnel right now. <laughs> he, he's going to actually. He's picking up his um his uh, Anthony Hernandez sex doll. Jesus Christ! <laughs> We're gonna have to edit that part out. Let's calm That's down. staying. That's oh staying. fuck yeah! Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, on to back. Uh, anyways, uh, so my last card that I think from it's another yellow card. It's literally just going to be uh, Forbidden Power, the new Nimbus Negate. I do like that card. I don't think it makes my top three or top five, but it is a good card. What makes it really good is that I've actually activated the card's activate battle more than the counterattack, just because of the fact that, like, you know, we're in a boss monster meta, but it's a really good card against, in case you play, like, Rogue Spam, like, you play against, like, Rogue Bardock's crew, or, like, if you play, like, Gogeta Xeno, which is meta, and you do need this card in the, uh, for that matchup. But if you're playing against like a boss monster meta and they have to sequence their swings with like a leader or unison first, then you just forbidden power rest the card because it ignores barrier and it gives your leader card 10k. So you can get out of the the unison with the leader swing, rest their boss monster, and get out of everything. That's fair. I do like it. I do like the fact that you can rest ignoring barrier, which uh, not a lot of cards do, right? So that's a very very yeah. good good point. Um, you used to have to like uh, tap one for like uh, for final flash and then Zamasu it. But now, you're just, now you have everything you need in one card. Basically, yes. And you get a plus 10 pump. Uh, so it's really nice. Um, I, I can I can agree with your card po- selections. Ernest. Uh, 
<laughs> best card or best cards, whatever you want to select. And, you know, don't be afraid to throw secret rares in there. I know that they're kind uh, of OP. I was not quite I chose the secret rares out because, like, they would just take up my slots. But Right, right, for sure. I think everybody would feel like Pan is number one. Um, yeah. So. I, I, like, like, just seeing Pan in uh, Nats, I how, like, major, like, almost every deck was running one. It, it, the, the card is just extremely powerful. Absolutely. And it should be. Man, I'm glad. I'm so glad that you like that you went into the fucking that you dove into the ocean to tell us that. <laughs> You're calling me through the conch cell, or is this like a paper cup on a string kind of call, or what? Because uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. how's the how's the reception in the fucking submarine down there, my guy? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you found the lost city of Atlantis yet or no? Yeah, nah, still searching. Still searching. <laughs> Maybe you'll find good it? reception down there. Hopefully yeah, I'll find a better set than this set. Ooh, shit. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, the, the only cards that I really think are good in this set is the, the three that you just named. Uh, the A-Drop Kefla, the Big Broly, and then the Seagrares. I mean, and that's it. Like that's the only thing's good in the set. And the like, the big bully is not even all that good. It's only good if like if you get it out. Kefla's good in specific decks, and then the yellow generic cards that are good in in anything you can fit them in. <laughs> that's fair. I would say, uh, my order from what we did for our secret rares um, is still the same. Yeah. <laughs> The yellow green one, I still think is the the best one out of everything, uh, for for what it does and for the colors that it that it goes with. Um, pen is is definitely still generic and really good for any deck, um, but that's not what's going to make it like high tier for me. The red blue one I used at Nats, I loved it. It won me quite a few games. Yeah, I even said it. Like that card right there is really good for red and blue decks. Right. <coughs> and then uh, you know SS4 call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the other one, the one the, that I didn't really care about. The trash one, right? Yeah, SS4. I think. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, uh, I, I did mention this with Radiant Saints, and I think you personified it really well in, in your game. Uh, Radiant mm-hmm. Saints is just going to be the replacement for like Hatch in a in a in a in a yellow heavy format because nothing feels worse than you hatching and then they go cooler. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what well, police? You know, uh, you know, yeah. we can do it for cheaper. I'll, 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 I'll talk. I'll talk about that kind of stuff whenever we get to my discussion about the Nats. But but yeah, you're you're right about that. As long as you have that Almighty Resistance <laughs> uh, in red yellow. You know, I've I've almighty resistance to so many baby hatch attempts that it's it's ridiculous. Bro, um, whenever you do that, like, I don't know what this card does, but I gotta read it real quick. Almighty resistance is just oh, phenomenal, I, and I love I when see, people I are like, saw, "Huh?" Can <laughs> a red yellow Goten deck? The one that people are just like, "I'll I'll just negate the leader swing." Like uh, I saw a red yellow version of that where they're just like, "I only used red yellow specifically to use this counter counter." Yeah, that's and really. Deck. I was like, "That's amazing!" Like I love this deck. Yeah, for sure. I ran it in my red baby deck, but I ran red yellow because of you know baby chain. 
Uh, and it just happened to be... When that card was printed, I was like, oh my god, thank you. Finally, I can stop bullshit. Like, Janemba was the issue, right? When they were like, hey, uh, counter city. I'm just going to negate your shit 16 times. It's like, okay, if I can just get one swing in, that was my answer. And by then, Janemba died. So it didn't matter. But still, to this day, I have really good, cheap counter counter. It's the cheapest counter counter in the game, actually. Mm-hmm. So, uh, still sucks because uh, it's... Actually... No, the red uh, King Vegeta, the, the counter counters. Oh, uh, yes, right. Uh-huh. Let's clarify the most useful one. Fair enough. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Fair. And also, Almighty Resistance is counter ba- counter counter attack. It's not uh, counter play, and it's not uh, counter counter battle card attack, which is only key for Mafuba. So you cannot counter counter attack the Mafuba. Mm-hmm. Which sucks, Dick. I, I want to say the King Vegeta is counter counter. Period. Uh, which uh, it, it specifies uh, a negate that has a, a original cost of one that they didn't pay energy for. So yeah, it goes okay. for sparking okay. negates. Okay. It can also stop my my least favorite card to play against uh, Super, Super Command Mail. Hell yeah! <laughs> I just I realized that after Nats, and I was like, damn! I wish I would have put that in my side deck. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many times you saw it, but yeah, no, that would be really spicy, especially if like somebody's like, "I've never seen this done before." Mm-hmm. Okay, I could have done it on stream. It would have been great. <laughs> that would have been like you know, permanently like clipped in my history. <laughs> um, so set fifteen, <laughs> it is a good support set. Um, not great, obviously. There's only like you know five to ten cards out of the hundred and seventy. I think 160, whatever the card count is, uh, that really stick out. And like both Ernest and Ryan, like both you guys mentioned, they're mainly yellow. Yellow is just yeah. the wave right now. Uh, but to not piggyback off of that in secret rares, uh, I'm going to attempt to give you a list of two to three cards that weren't mentioned. Uh, Gigantic <laughs> Meteor is going to be the first card on my list. I think it's actually a pretty good card. Um, if you have a mono red sand, it, it goes from a three cost to a one cost, and you can uh, KO a total of 30,000 power worth of battle cards with it, activate battle. So that alone is pretty strong. So I think that will hit tokens because tokens have battle uh, power levels. So yeah, you... it'll, yeah, so if it's like a 5k, if it's like one of like, the blocker negate tokens, you can scoop it up. Yeah, you can but... scoop up those or three of the uh, Obunis or. Uh, Goku Black uh, tokens. The, the thing with the, the with that effect is that it has to be on your turn. Yeah, I know, but like I said, I'm fucking digging through scraps here, Ryan. So. <laughs> Why don't you fucking dig I, I mean, scraps no, and no, come no, up I here think, and sit up on our yellow pedestal like a I god? I think that's a good card, because red plays a lot of neg ability, so you can neg a bunch of cards on the field to get them down to like 5k each, and then play that, and you get rid of at least five, five cards. Right, five Four, to six cards no, usually. No, six cards, five to six cards. If you, if you, if they have six battle cards out on the field, then you're not doing your, your game plan correctly. But if you can get them all down to 5K, and you can play that for one. Yeah, board wipe all of them. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'll probably pick like one or two more cards here. I will say that I also enjoyed the idea of the fin cards because they're so unique with the interaction with Unison. And um, so the two drop that, that can take up a unison, I like that card, the idea of it. 
uh, because it's the only other card that we have that interacts with unisons besides, I think, Dragon Slayer Bullet, some bullshit Sinzino card. That's um, my Dragon That one, yeah. The card that nobody plays. Uh, so this Finn card does something, and uh, I think the board clear one's pretty cool too. So overall, obviously... I did hear, I, I did hear Nats, that there was a couple people using black decks that were using the, the board clear Finn in their side decks. Right, because it's, you know, so, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, so uh, those are my three <laughs> if I had to dig through the scraps. Um, there is there is one I want to shout out that I, think be, that I think will be better going forward, like later in later sets, and I think it's the Dark Broly uh, Unison. Yeah, that's, so a, one that's a nice that, one. The one that can add an extra card. Like if we if we ever start getting like because it's good it's good in the Broly deck, but like uh, we've had we've had Red uh, be an extra deck uh, card deck before, like with Frieza Prison and stuff like that. I was gonna ask you if this goes in here, and I, I've seen some lists that do have it in here. Because yeah, because now because now the deck can run two unisons, which is the frost and this one, as like a unison that synergizes the deck very well. And this and is I, the same cost as frost, right? But they're both two drops. They're both two drops. Uh, frost is a very like utility based unison. This is a very defensive unison. Yeah, because, well, frost is the blocker, right? Yeah, frost is a blocker. And this and, one gets uh, double strike. This one gets double strike, and it's a uh, minus two. Is uh, can be a protection if your opponent sinks with like a massive battle card because you know your opponent can only play big stuff. But if your opponent's already playing big stuff, uh, the Broly can just minus a 30 uh, 30k or 3k for every extra card in your drop area. So oh. if you got like if you got like 10 extra cards in the drop area, then you're just gonna minus 30 that month. That, that month. Hell yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, overall, I think uh, with the amount of Saiyan showdown that was printed, and I think we can all agree that. Um, there was a shit ton of it, right? Like, how many people were able to ship out a, a case or multiple cases a week before Nats, and how many cases are still sitting? Uh, TCG prices per box has dropped below 60 for the first time in a long time on a, on a release set. So uh, I think the market is just flooded uh, with, with set 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a, a testament to how crappy this set is, too. I, I just, yeah, I just think this set was kind of underwhelming it was really good on paper like a lot of the cards were really good on paper but realistically you're only probably seeing about like five or six cards from the from this set see a lot of play and three of them were legitimately the yellow card that we mentioned literally like it, i honestly in my opinion i literally think the, like the cards are going to see them the most play are going to be the yellow cards the arrival kefla and uh you're probably going to see the the board wipe the the board wipe finn in uh side deck and um, realistically, like, I don't, th- I don't see a lot of these cards being played. Maybe you might see uh, a sister's determination, the violent race for blue being played, but blue kind of doesn't need that at the moment. This this set to me is a local set. It's it's not a set that is for com- like extremely competitive play. It's just here's a bunch of decks that you all can play for fun at local laps and pan secret rare steadfast goku and turles because that was in every fucking like winning deck almost yeah. like yeah. those three are highly competitive cards let's not get it twisted but the rest yeah, of the set yeah. that's there also the set the set yeah. as a whole yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, I know i just want to yeah. give you know <laughs> devil's advocate now i will he, he say you're supposed to throw some shade though that's all we heard. exactly this 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 <laughs> set brings back unfortunately set four set five and world martial arts uh, vibes with how much product of it came out and 
how prices have tanked on it and how unmemorable I guess the set was. Um, yeah, because I legit, for, I legit forgot every card in that set except for the secret rares and those three yellow cards. Yeah, yeah. on the bright on the bright side though, this set isn't as awful as cross as uh, not cross as uh, the world martial art tournaments. I mean, because, world because, martial art at least had a cool theme, right? Like that was the whole point was like it's it's yeah. theme based. And it's Not only that, World Martial Arts, people love that set, even though it, it was like... The, it also had the worst secret in the game. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know about the worst secret in the game. Uh, dude, yeah. I, think, I, think, I think I've seen... Like, cause I, okay, so me I back think the Goku the Jr. is still the worst. Because the Goku Jr. is hard to pull off, but if you pull it off, you're it's still a triple strike, and it still costs... You have to, I think you have to swap into it to be, like, super cost-efficient, which you can do with Path to Greatness, mm -hmm. uh, but still. Yeah, because it turns itself into, it's, a, it's an 8-drop, so you just go into an 8-drop. Yeah, you just go from Path to uh, to yeah. Secret Goku Jr., and then hope you fucking hit five <laughs> Goku lineage cards in your top seven. Um, I don't know. I, I Like I said, it's, it's the first set in a, in a while, but I will say that the two sets prior to this also felt like it was a downturn, right? And it, it was, it felt like intentional from Bandai, because the community was complaining that every set was a power creep and now we're, we're seeing what happens when they don't power creep yeah we're just seeing kind of like a stagnation in um and decks like i mean i mean people are always talking about like you know like we, we were talking about the yellow cards but yellow was still the, the premier deck to play and it just stagnates into yellow still being the premier deck to play well yeah it, and people talked about mecha frieza was the placeholder and if you got rid of mecha you're just gonna go to the next best yellow deck which was obviously yep. You know, Kid Icarus, I think nobody knew at the time, would be the deck, but it was clear after all the draw power um, and consistency that it was going to be, especially when the oh. pre-errata of uh, Bojack and Ban, I should say, of that of the Bojack yeah. and Zamasu was like, oh my god, god tier. Because uh, it, was, I, I, it, was just, it was blue, yellow Kid Icarus, and now that that stuff's gone, you're playing yellow Icarus, and people are starting to say that it just feels more powerful just because of the fact that you aren't like um, locked down to having to make tight, like airtight plays, and have and you have you have more room to error in mono yellow than you do in uh, yellow blue. Agreed. You can tap out because you can just play pan. Um, yeah. So it's it's really easy because you you can spam fucking free uh, skillless monster on your turn. You're just like okay yeah here's one that's at least one battle card plus whatever I play plus whatever you play. I, I can pan turn two, right if I need to, um, which is you know stupid that you could do that or whatever the pan restriction is. I don't remember if you need at least two or three energy. But uh, I digress. I will say I look forward to seeing more sets that have more. Uh, power than this because this this set feels like a hard L for people who paid above sixty five a box right if you were paying eighty plus hundred bucks like per box and you weren't buying a case like pff, that was a hard neg you're not gonna make half your money I bought, back I bought three boxes and I stole my entire I stole an entire case's worth of secret slots yeah so unless you're Ryan and you say like outrageous shit and pull outrageous you know secret rare pulls uh, it's probably a hard <laughs> L for for saying showdown, but I just I just want to flex on on the stream real quick. I literally bought three boxes, and because there's been a lot of like packaging errors with the set, I pulled two Wicked Saiyans and two God Packs out of three boxes. Now were uh, the two Wicked Saiyans the same box as the God Pack box? Uh, one of them, yes. So the the Wicked the first Wicked Saiyans I pulled was by itself. The second Wicked Saiyans I pulled was at the God Pack. Okay, 
So and then the, the, the third, the third box. Um, yeah, and the every, third box every box a god pack. Oh, it was just a god pack one. Every box that had a god pack at the vault also had a seeker in it. Yeah, that's what I, I don't happened think last set when I pulled my Goku Freezer. I had gotten a god pack, and I was like, oh, fuck, I think I might pull a secret, and then boom, Goku Freezer. I was like, ah, fucking flip shit. Um, <laughs> that's what I did for my, cause my first box was a god pack, and I go, wait, aren't, isn't a secret attached to the god pack? And I go, oh, and I go, oh, wait, no, here it is. Yeah, so I pulled <laughs> two god packs, and I pulled two secrets, so it's pretty fucking lit. Yeah. Nice. Hang ten, brother. Now, I will say, uh, shifting over to the next set that we are expecting between this month and next month, Mythic Booster. And boy, is it mythic, because that thing is loaded. I'm going to hit you. I know, I know. Uh, so, two secret rare reprints. You got your Celzino and you got your SS4 Vegeta that nobody asked for. Um, it might have been one of the worst selections they could have made, but uh, you know, blue green looking as strong as it did, and, and that's you know maybe it does see some play. I just don't know why you play you know that over hatch. Um, I'm gonna say hatch. I'm gonna say hatch question mark. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, unless they come out with like another surge or something for blue green, because you know Give Piccolo surge. died. Surge, 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 surge. You cowards! I know. You fucking cowards! I know. But uh, let's talk about it. So uh, somebody did recently put in the in the the main group that they opened a booster box with mythic booster they pulled three of the thwarting the dark empire gogetas in one box in one box yeah it's like it's like all the cards that were like overpriced and like you know people were like really needed to come back into the game they spammed it yeah they 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 made sure that you're getting what you want but i only saw one sensu bean foil (laughs) so it's like Okay. I'll, no, not one fucking sensu bean foil. The card that's easily accessible. No, not fucking sensu bean. Hey, My people guy. love their alt art foil sensu beans. Okay. Everybody, yeah, everybody loves their alt arts, but I just want more fucking easily accessible. Uh, SS3 Gogeta, Thor of the Dark Empire, and SS4 Goku going all out. Now there was speculation in the comments of this post. I'm not gonna say names or anything, but um, somebody had mentioned six secret rares per case. Now. Which, which does make sense because usually a case has three secret slots, but because there's because there's the alt art, they have to double that because they have to put in for this. They have to account for alt arts for those secret slots as well. Right now, obviously, I don't think they come out with god packs in this, so that's probably why we're seeing such a high number. Uh, also, the set is it's extremely small with a total of like sixty three cards in total, so one hundred twenty six. Variances because of uh, standard and alt art. You know what's upsetting with what with what you with, with that being said. If, if that's true, this is like the only set that I would pray for a god pack over a secret. Right, uh, possibly so because you're already guaranteed in a case. You know, six. Yeah, because there's, like there's like good. so much. There's like so much good value in not only how good like all the alt arts look really like this is a set where all the alt arts actually just look amazing. But like in an alt art, and I agree with you. In a in a god pack, are we just saying, hey, all alt arts, because they're all going to come either OG or I don't know if they're all foil or not. I don't think I have the answer for that. But uh, you know, I imagine alt arts are going to be foiled. So do you just get like a pack full of alt art foils as opposed to like a standard non foil or foil regular art? Like I don't know. I haven't opened a mythic booster. I, I don't. I don't think the regular arts are coming. Uh like SR type foil. I don't uh, know that they're gonna come foil. Think, period. 
except for the ones that came foiled. I saw a video of people, uh, somebody opening up like four packs, uh, and the front foil card was was a regular art. Oh well, there you go. So I mean, it's obviously you're getting eight pa- eight cards per pack, uh, and it's regular boosters, so you are getting less cards total. Uh, but it's the same algorithm when it comes to boxes and cases, right? So. Um, the, the cards are more expensive. It's, I think, $5 a pack, and you're getting eight cards. So it's a dollar more than standard MSRP, and you're getting uh, 33% less cards per pack. So you're going from 12 cards to eight cards. So, but again, the set is like fucking half of a regular but, set. So to, to me, I think the, the Mythic Booster set looks better to me than set 15. Uh, 100%. Yeah, I think I think that it's just hard, like following up with the mythic booster is going to be the bigger challenge, because like everything that we've been asking for, like we 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 have actually they Bandai just handed to us. So anniversary like, box predictions. If we were to combine anniversary box with mythic booster, I think thinking on chart swings for like forty fifty percent. So I think I, I think I think I could die happy now that we got fifty percent of our predictions correct. I think I'm the one that's tanking us by just fucking throwing shit at the wall. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> In reality, it doesn't matter because hey, we need them off the wall uh, predictions though. Like sometimes. Sometimes we hit, sometimes we don't. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Where's our Setsu Vegeta uh, fucking uh, reboot? Bandai. Yeah. Cowards. Come on, Bandai. Cowards, you fucking cowards. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will probably be trying to pick up a couple of the gift gift sets of Mythic Booster just for fun. Uh, I'm definitely taking a step back from the game for personal reasons, uh, but I still want to have some enjoyment with the game. I, I love the game still. I just I won't have time. So uh, I think... I think uh, Understandable. Um, you, you, play, you have more time. You get a, you get, uh, you get sleeves, right? Uh, oh, whew, yeah, you get, you get sleeves, a deck box, and four packs. Yeah, you, like we've seen the we've seen the sleeves in the deck box because they showcased it in the uh, the video, right? Yes. Yeah, and they look really good. I actually think those are really nice. So, uh, Ernest, uh, the deck box even comes with a divider. Yeah, I'm so glad they're getting away from the fucking the foldables and they're going back to regular deck boxes with the fighters. Tell uh, yeah. tell Don that I'm going to be probably hitting him up for a couple of gift boxes. Jesus, <laughs> all right. Uh, I, but, need, I need about twenty. Nah, nah, a couple. Uh, now I really do like Mythic Booster. It's I think everything we've been asking for finally after four years uh, and change is is coming to fruition. Um, especially with the Zamasu, that shit got like three reprints within like three months. So, no, shit. that card was like hundred dollars for a long fucking time. That card needed to be fucking nuked to the ground. The card that got the most reprints gets another reprint. Heroic prospect, let's go. I remember hearing somebody like people saying, "Did I just wake up to another fucking reprint of heroic prospect?" Do you remember when fucking um? Do you remember when people were, like talking about how good that card was, and the card just got fucking nuked into the ground with reprints? Yep. It was good against Dark Broly. Let's be honest, okay? It was good against Dark Broly, and it was good against Swap Broly, and then those decks stopped existing, and then that card stopped existing. I'm just mm-hmm. sad I held on to my copies when they were hitting for like a hundred a piece. Damn, uh, you, bro, damn you, you were wild, bro. I said I'm selling for a hundred a piece, and then I'm never playing blue again. I gave one to Colin when it was at like a hundred dollars, and I was gonna sell it, and I was like, "No, nah, I'll just let him have it. He'll give me something later, or whatever." And then, like a month later, the next reprint got 
uh, like the first reprint got announced, and then it was only, it wasn't very long after that another reprint was announced. I had the Player's first Choice, was. which was the first reprint, right? Yeah, and, and then it was like a event pack reprint. So yeah, the, I think the the reveals for that was really close together, so they like tanked the price down to like fifty bucks, like really quickly. Yeah, and like I never even asked Colin about it afterwards. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Like just keep it. Yeah, that's what teammates are for, man. They're really yeah. good friends are for. Now, I will say this. With Mystic, Mythic Booster setting the, the, the bar and the standard for how reprint should be done, does this affect Anniversary Box moving forward? And will we have another Mythic Booster every year? Because this is our gift set. I uh, hope that um, I hope that they just scratch boxes and then we just get this. I would rather this than, uh, than than boxes we've been getting. I mean, anniversary boxes are nice. I do like them. I think we get to keep anniversary boxes, but I think we scratch because they said they're scratching um, draft boxes, right? Well, that's uh, what Battle Evolution was yeah. supposed to be. So I think what I think they did, what I think they kind of did with anniversary box. Like I know that like Evolution Booster was the replacement for draft box, but what I think that they kind of did with with Evolution Booster and with this. Uh, Mythic Booster set is that they kind of separated the two things that Anniversary Box did. Anniversary Boxes were to to support old archetypes, which is what Evolution Booster did, and give us re- reprints that were really nice looking that, that people were asking for, which is what Mythic Booster is doing. Right. So, I think it's going to suck like that they kind of did that a, l- a little bit, because I think it does take away from the Anniversary Boxes, which everybody loves the Anniversary Boxes. Like those are some people's favorite sets, uh, just for what it does for the community or for the for the game in general. And so, like, I, I feel like it'll it'll make it harder for them to make good anniversary boxes with having both of these types of sets. I agree, a hundred percent. So if they do do this, I said do do. Uh, if they continue <laughs> to do this. God damn it, bro. It was, see, we were going to be children, and then you're like, immediately brought it to light. And then I was like, I have, I have to be a child now. If, if they continue doing the Mythic Booster, what I would like to see is uh, an immediate response to OP. Uh, is it the event packs, or is it the other packs that get, like, the Mecha Frieza's and the Zamasu's? The, um... Are you, talking, are you talking about the collector packs? Uh, I guess whenever you enter like an online tournament, you automatically get. Like, oh, you talk about the uh, the the. Oh, the event packs. Cool. Yeah, the event packs. I don't know which one is the reprint and which one is the uh, the good card, like the promos. Like the. Um, the uh, I, think, I think it should be like the 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 sign up like champ the the sign up you're talking about the sign up champion event packs. Champ, like, champ packs, right? Champ packs yeah. are the ones like you get the Frieza promo or the Zamasu promo, like when they when they're current. Yeah. So I would yeah. like for Mythic Booster. Let's say if they did it every year annually or if they did it like semi-annually that the op version of, of those cards because there's like one or two good cards and everything else is just dog shit right so like i'd like to see the good cards get reprinted in the mythic booster um, well, that, now they've got three good cards i'm gonna enter in 16 top because now they have that uh, yeah, that yeah that's, that's true but what i want <laughs> is i want consistency like oh you you, you didn't get enough of the champ packs because you could only do one tournament and you have to go pay fucking Fifty dollars a card? No. Here's the Mythic Booster Volume Two or Three, uh, and you can buy a, a box and pull two of them. Like that would be something I think worthwhile. Um, and then of course it's not going to be like uh, gold variant or whatever. Like you can adjust the the 
foiling or whatever, just give me a copy of it. Like I'll take a plain vanilla non-foil copy if it saves me like 30 bucks a card. Uh, I might be asking for too much, but fuck off, okay? Like I'm, I don't want to be spending my money. Uh, but I really enjoy Mythic Booster. No, I, I agree. You got to watch your language, dog. We're a family-friendly podcast. Oh, yes, I agree. Ryan has never said anything remotely close to what I just said. Exactly. <laughs> don't call me. We're not going to call me out on this. Um, <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. But um, um, uh, speaking of like Android 16, because I know we were talking about it for a bit, uh, let's talk about Nats. Yes, Ness. Uh, we don't have a lot of experience with Nats, unfortunately. I think I've only been once, and Ernest has only been once. But, Ernest, you went to this last one, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got last one. I think so. I think you did. Ah. <laughs> Tell us how you did at Nats 2021. I got top eight. Top fucking eight. And what were you oh. playing? King Piccolo. Red. You were playing red, and you were the only red in top 16. I was the only red. I think in what top thirty-two, your, actually. What was your um? What, what was your actual like placing when you when when everything was said and done? Uh, I don't ninth. know. I just I, it was somewhere between not, yeah, and ninth and top eight. <laughs> ninth and top. Eight. I don't he, think we actually get a uh a, an official uh placing once you're in top eight. I think the only ones that got official placings were top four. Of like first, second, third, and fourth because they, they actually played, played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You played it. Played for third and fourth. I would say um, that you would finish fifth because you lost to second pl- or sixth because you lost to second place, right? Like if I had to, if I had to pinpoint okay. it. Um, in all yeah. honesty, I think if you beat uh, Jared, you probably go on to the final. Um, uh, Duvall's a, a great, hell of a player, right? He's always he topping. Is. He's very, very um, methodical in his play. I- I like I my next two opponents would have been Jordan Markle then um, uh, Duvall, Duvall, right. and I th- I think I would have had a harder time beating like if I were to to play I think I would have had a harder time to beating Jordan Markle because Cell Surge is is still a difficult deck for for King Pickle to play against. Does uh, did I, I I haven't looked at Jordan's deck list. Um, I actually should. I I did. Did he? And um, side, did he have? Uh, did he? Uh, I know some people were 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 siding it in. I didn't know if he was. Uh, did he side? No, 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 not not BMS. Um, fucking uh, Bardock. The, oh, Unison. Unison Bardock. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, I know he main two uh, BMS, and I think he sided a second or third one. I mean, you can get a away with fourth one. one. You can get away with maining a BMS because you just do it over the Gohan. Right. Yeah. Right. But the uh I don't think he used that that unison. I mean, um, that's fair. I think, you know, obviously uh Dark Rolly is the best unison for the deck. Yeah. Uh, it's it's so fucking powerful how good that unison is. I I think if if I go uh if I go first against Cell Surge, even though I start off with a with a less hand, I I think I I curve like if I if I hit my curve Going first or second, actually, to be honest, um, I think I can out. If you see the piano turn one, then you just then you have it. Yeah, like if I hit piano and my unisons turns one and two, I think I can I can beat Cell Surge. But I think it's a a very difficult deck to to beat if I don't see my my curve well enough, um, which did happen a couple times throughout the the tournament. I'm not gonna lie, like that. The couple times that it didn't hit curve, it 
really hard for me to win um, if I didn't lose. Uh, so like, I have a I have a, I have a big question. Um, uh, your secret choice. Uh, I think that was the most like between the secret choice because I understand why you did the Goku. The mm-hmm. the, the the four drop arrival Goku is. I, a lot of people weren't expecting it, but when I saw you play it, I was like, that's the most fucking sense card in the world to run. Because that is, you take advantage of your leader even harder now. Because you yeah. get a free combo out of your life, a free play, and then you play the Goku and you get another free play. And it's unremovable on your turn. Like, that card, like, you just had a lot of cards that made, like, that, that card made so much fucking sense. And you just put two and two together. And, like, you're just able to swamp people with it. Um... The, I think the bigger. I, I will admit though that Goku was played twice in the entire tournament, and both times you, you got it off on stream, <laughs> and that's all that mattered. <laughs> you get to show people the big brain, but uh, the Radiant <laughs> Saiyans—that was the big one. What made you want to play that over Kai, Pan, and like just other red secrets in general? Um, I did say this during the Joey, uh, the Crossworlds uh, uh, deck profile video. Is the um, the we used to use the Kai Seeker in, in the deck. Like, you know that. Me and you played the deck for a while, too. Uh, I, I know we used to use the Kai Seeker just to get the board removal. Um, that Seeker does that, too. Uh, most of the time, you don't really care about the unisons, because like, anybody that plays the unison early turns, you, you just attack at the entire game, and, and it, it dies eventually. It doesn't really bother you that much. Uh, and if, as long as you're focusing on the the unison throughout the game instead of their leader you're building a board while they're trying to defend it and keep it on the board so they're losing resources while you're gaining more and more advantage and that's honestly how i beat a lot of players that aren't playing like like if you're playing rogue and you're you play a unison early against team piccolo you you end up losing because they're just going to attack the unison the whole the whole game uh like the like you don't have to attack their leader until you have enough pressure that it's going to hurt them when you start attacking the leader instead of the unisons. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, the, I didn't even really talk about the secret though. The the secret got rid of the, the board and, or it became like, one, once somebody saw it come out or saw it, saw it being comboed, uh, like them knowing that it was going to hit the hit the board afterwards pretty much just made everybody scoop, uh, scoop the game. If I if I was attacking somebody at three life and I went up to like sixty or seventy k with that on the top of it, um, they they would see it and know that I have uh, have that to play right afterwards, and they're just like, yeah, I'm, I can't do anything about that because even if they combo out of that the the attack to go to go uh, to stay at three, the next attack is a double strike crit, and they're going back they're going down to one anyway, and I'm more than likely going to have a bunch more swings after that. Yeah, it's just. Especially with like, especially because that's like a really good way to, because if you get, cause if you said if they if they get out of that, you play that, uh, you play the radiant sands, put them down to one, and then you just you know then you just play, um, you play your one drop, evolve into it, pick your uh, tambourine, and you've got two swings with like at least a forty k. Yeah, I, I finished one game uh, with uh, boosting up a piano to twenty four. And then, and then being at one, I swung with it. They figured they could combo out of it, and I threw two uh, freezes death balls on top of it. Now, and they were just like, "Oh yeah, no, never mind. <laughs> I can't combo out of that." 
style style profile. That's all it is. But yeah, I think um, yeah, it's, it's definitely always good to see Red uh, have good representation. I think it was definitely fuck uh, yeah, Red, yeah. love it. Yeah, fuck yeah, Red, I love Red. But um, uh, uh dude, no, okay, so like the whole build up to Nats, though, like the whole month, month and a half build up, I was testing every everything I could think of that would be good. So I built an Icarus deck. I copied a couple of profiles online, and just so how did you shove red in Icarus? <laughs> uh, Champa. And why Chompa. do you call your dick red? Champa. Oh, because oh, a lot of blood flows there. Oof. <laughs> uh, uh, what was I gonna say though? But um, uh, the Ernest actually. So uh, aside from Ernest, though, he wasn't probably the only interesting deck. Considering we had uh, our second place player playing Android 16, the, the deck arrival, I lost <laughs> the, yeah, the arrival rogue deck itself. Yeah. Like, so, uh, so uh, my my game against that guy though, uh, something I was trying to tell y'all earlier, but I wanted to save it for when we actually talk about this, is there was a turn that uh, where he wiped my board, and everybody talked about that because like that was a big a big t- uh, turn. Like he got rid of like. Nine or ten battle cards on my side of the field, uh, all worth one card. Uh, the card I knew was in his deck because, again, we got to look at our uh, our opponent's deck list before the game, so I knew it was in his deck. I knew it was in a side deck, and but he only had one. So the whole game, I was like, "Please be in his life. Please be in his life." Like the whole game, I, I was sitting there thinking, "Hopefully, it's in his life." It wasn't. He played it to get rid of a really big board, and he searched so, it from a, an Android. 16 arrival, right? Yes. Yeah, you can actually search it from the deck and then play it from your hand right after you search it. That's so gross. Um, yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, and that that, again, that that four drop is that 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 four drops was when I played Android 16. I that, I, uh, I I bought like two of those because I wanted to play two of them in the deck. That that card's for the or not Android 16. Sorry, the the Android 21. Uh, that villain, that card is really good. The, you know, the villainous one. Uh, for people who don't know, it's the uh, the villainous one. When it plays, it wipes four lesses, right? Yes. Yeah, Bring and four cost and less, which is the entire deck of King Piccolo. Bring yeah. villainous and heroic back, please. Make them not shitty. Like, <laughs> there's only been like one or two cards that have ever been played, and like everything else. they have really good art, but the cards just suck. Except for the Android 221 we found out. Yeah, two years, <laughs> two and a half years later, now it's okay. <laughs> but, okay, so so the play that I liked, that I did, that nobody talked about during that, and nobody even asked me about it, was I chained a, uh, a Yamcha to that card. I say chain like, because I'm, I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh, but I, I countered with a Yamcha to hit two of his bigger battle cards. And I know nobody asked me about it. Nobody talked about it on stream or anything. The five drop but, Goku. Uh, yeah, I I did the Goku right afterwards. But even Jared, whenever I did it, he like kind of looked at me like I was like, "Why did I do that?" Because I knew that the card was going to go to the bottom of the deck. But he, he like nobody expected the Goku to come out right afterwards, and that's what got rid of the whole board instead of just most of it. Right. I remember that play, and I was like, "That's really spicy." Because uh, yeah. I, I play with bullshit cards like that card uh, mm-hmm. because it's in draft box and I just I build you guys know me I build shitty decks uh, but that card <laughs> has like a niche like tapping five for that card probably does not feel good against blue um, no so well, it does because it's got deflect oh okay we'll see that's <laughs> I'm still a bad player 
Uh, <laughs> if it didn't have deflected, feel really bad. But like, I don't feel like it does enough for five energy um, to warrant tapping out. But that was a very specific time where it, it, it made a difference, right? Where it's like this is worth playing. So I yeah. I commend you for playing such a a brave card that may or may not you know close a game out. Um, so so the reason why I did it was because uh, Brandon from Team Rays was talking about. Or he had it in his Bulma deck that he was using for the tournament. And I asked him why, and he said before it was for Hatchack. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I don't really have anything in my side deck to play against Hatch, actually. And so I was like, I brought those with me, so I was like, I'll throw two of these in my side deck just in case. Um, well, I ended up talking to a couple of uh, Hatchack players during the, uh, during the event, uh, or at least afterwards, uh, something like that. I asked, well, hey, uh, like, this was in my side deck for Hatchack, and, he was, and they all said, well, I'm just going to petrify it. Like, and they all just agreed. They're like, yeah, if you just petrify it, it doesn't really get its effect. It doesn't get to attack anymore or anything like that. I was like, I started thinking about it. I was like, well, that's completely fine, because anything that was on your board after that thing played, like, because it negs everything by 20K. So everything is below 20 or below 15 now. Like, anything that's on the board is below 15 now. Uh, my right. secret, my my secret, my unison will kill anything that's left over on the board after that card is played if you petrify it. So no matter what, I'm gonna board clear you, which is pretty much what I, what it's gonna be played for anyway. If you uh, if anything, you're gonna save a petrification for that. You're gonna discard two cards. I'm not gonna get to swing again with it. So what? Next turn, I'm gonna do it again and see if you can do it again. Exactly, and you're just gonna keep pitching two cards to to stop these things from from attacking. No, oh, yeah, and uh, so. but uh, I do want to talk about the Andrews, uh the 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 at least uh, at least our top two players. Uh, sure. I do talk about Andrews, uh Andrew sixteen a lot. Uh, I played the deck uh, when the deck first came out. Hey, you uh, had like a tricolor fucking funky ass shit. It was amazing. I, I, cool. I love the I love the tricolor deck because you you play the Android you play the Android thirteen uh, mission begins. Uh, you play all you you get to play all the fun shit. Yeah, I actually and, made a Shenron deck with the fun shit. It was really yeah, it was really fun to play. Yeah, shout out to this boy over here. You got uh, seventh place, right? Uh, seventh place in our um, our PPG another PPG we had in Houston. Yeah, I, I don't know if the exact fi- final record, but it, yeah, I was in top eight. So it was really, yeah. it was really fun. A big shout out to the, I did see the, I did see the synergy. Was the, the deck was super, the, I thought that was pretty cool. But um, I did like playing the deck a lot. But um, I never actually did get a chance to play um, just standard blue green Android 16. I know a buddy of mine, Nico, uh, the uh, the host of the uh, the Nerd Dog podcast, he plays that deck like religiously. He likes that deck a lot. Um, so actually seeing it in the finals, I was just like, like I was just like, this is a rogue deck, and this is just destroying other people. And like when you look at it from like uh, from like the outside looking in, like uh, you start seeing what makes the deck like be able to stand up in the meta because you've got the seven drop that searches out removal or game enders, um, because or you've got um, you've got ramp, uh, you've got anti hand destruction synergy. You've got uh, being able to keep up with the draw power that is Icarus by playing big boys and disrupting their hand. Um, you're just able to play. You're able to constantly be able to play cards over and over again because they're always in your energy or in your hand. Right. Uh, you've got con- you've got tons of blockers, tons of revenge, tons of dual attack, tons of destruction. 
Like the decks, the the, the deck is really good, uh, but you know, at the end of the day, it did lose out to you know the premier deck, which is Kid Icarus, because um, both both players are extremely good pilots, but unfortunately, one is rogue, and then one is the the the, the top of the list. And I mean, not only is he the deck top of the list, I, I put Duval as like a top, like a top pilot. I, I've seen him play a lot of different decks, yeah. and he's always topping different Duvall, events. Duval easily makes the, the the list of like you know overall like out of everybody in the entirety of Dragon Ball, definitely on the list of uh, top players in all of Dragon Ball. Yeah, he's pretty much goaded for for me. Uh, him and Rios both. I, um, I I do I do have a bit of uh, um yeah, what is it um. A bias to Rios for him for me putting him higher just because of the fact you know he did win uh, the the PBG that me and Ernest went to with King Piccolo. Oh, absolutely! Uh, like um, I said, uh, both of those guys are top notch in my book. So I was really surprised that he didn't make top cut for for Nats. Like I, I couldn't believe whenever somebody told me that he scrubbed out early, I was like, wait, what? Like that didn't make any sense to me. Hey, look at uh, the look at the pairings, man. Sometimes I, get... I don't I don't even know what he was using. So like I feel bad about that. Like that that sucks for for him. But, I, like, yeah, it is, it is what it is. But... Exactly, it is what it is. There was a lot of really good players that did not make top cut. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I made top cut. That's not. Hey, <laughs> I'm not a great player. You're a former salt boy. <laughs> of course, you made top cut, bro. <laughs> But um, uh, Android sixteen, I was, I was just, I was, I was blown away. I like watching him play. Uh, I love the memes um, of Android sixteen beating the shit out of Cell. That oh was still, yeah, that was great. All, those are all really good. I mean, he on stream he played the the match that you know he like you know. I mean, unfortunately for like Cell Surge in general, that deck really does just have an easy match against you because it's like no hand. Okay, cool. Uh, rival, 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 and you're just like, oh, okay, well, I'm fucked now. Yeah, play from deck, play from deck, play from... It, it's just ridiculous. It, it yeah. just does not care. Yeah. Um, it's, just, it's just like, oh, no, it, it's literally just that meme of that old dude. goes, oh, no, anyways. Right, exactly. <laughs> call call an ambulance, but not for me. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. Um, now, our top four decks were two Icarus, one Cell Search, and, of course, Android 16. Um, I think we yeah. expected... You know, three of those four decks, but sixteen was just one of those. Like just a reminder, Cinderella, uh, Cinderella stories. Just a reminder: the Android sixteen player is one of the him and uh, it was it Jared and Duvall. Uh, they are the two that got the invite. So, you, so I'm definitely excited to see what Jared's gonna run for Nats. Um, world, if he's gonna, if he's world. gonna retake, yeah, world, <laughs> if he's gonna take, um, if he's 16. gonna take sixteen. Or if he might take Android Twenty One, or if he's just gonna, because because uh, I remember some people well, who got to talk to him, um, and some people who are talking to people who know him. Uh, he, ever since the Sixteenth come out, that's all he's played. He's never he hasn't touched anything else. So he's just perfected the Sixteen matchup. So if he runs Sixteen in Worlds, I am gonna be excited to see that. Uh, Worlds is when again? It is December Eleventh and Twelfth for qualifying matches, and December Eighteenth and Nineteenth for the finals. So that uh, means, next uh, weekend and the weekend after. Uh, we are recording on Saturday, December fourth. So, so that means the only new cards you're gonna see from here in Worlds is just the TPs, because uh, again, the TPs were not legal for Nats, but they are gonna be legal for Worlds, is what I'm remembering. 
And um, so, so that means the the meta for world should be about the same as what it was for yeah. Mads. For, I mean, for the I entire mean, world, it should yeah. be. About I mean, the same. some people might change it just because they want to play something like some someone might want to take something off kilter, not like completely off kilter, like fucking set one double strike Goku over here. Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> Fuck you! But, like, but someone, someone, someone might, someone might grab like a Gogeta Zeno, or or like a fucking um. Or they might grab like an SS4 ramp Vegeta. Just try one of the decks that are still really good, and just because Gogeta Zeno still has a very, you know, powerful spot in the 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 meta today, and someone might might want to take that just because they feel like they had they would have a um, an easier time because they kind of because like like you said the meta is not going to change, so someone might just you know take a deck that they feel like they could easily just you know, uh, just kind of out out respond everybody else in their own respective uh, decks. I really hope yep. that the uh, players come all together and say, let's just play fun decks. And, like, we say, like, uh, Wish. Uh, I hope they all do that. So we can see get that. that monster come out. I hope so they all do that. And someone plays brings Kid Icarus and said, this is my fun deck. And just, <laughs> oh, steamroll everybody. Yeah. Just steamroll everybody. So, so something Duval said during his, one of his deck profiles that he did, he said that during day one, he played against five Gogeta Xeno players. And I was like, Jesus! Like, if if I, if me personally, if I had played that many Gogeta players, I definitely would not have topped because that is King Pickle's worst matchup. And the card that I had cited for it didn't even work. Perfect. Uh, that, that, uh, that, <laughs> that, that, that deck's not fun to play against. But um, yeah. uh, but I, I was able to dodge it pretty well. Speaking of worlds, um, uh, worlds. Uh, I think the biggest thing for worlds they got announced they're doing the magic, um, the magic thing, uh, where the uh, winner of worlds is going to make a card. Yes. Or it, it's gonna, they're going to help Bandai design a card. No, no, no. They're going to make a card. I know what I said. No. I know what you said, but you said it wrong. No, 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 no. You no. said it wrong, dog. They're gonna, no, I did not. They're going to show up to Bandai with the big dick energy. They're going to slam it on the ground and they're going to say, listen. Reboot set to Vegito. <laughs> please, please, and thank you. Now, uh, yes. To, to clarify, Whatever you say, sir. we have the North American first and second place uh, finishers who get to go play for Worlds. We have the champ from Europe, France, Italy, Latin America, Oceania, and Asia. So there's going to be a total of eight players, two of which are American. So go America. I want to take my. Um... I want to take my bets. Uh, anybody from the EU, don't show your tits to Oof. try to get wins. Oof. <laughs> uh, we we've seen the results of what happened, so don't do that one. Uh, it's a best of three, ninety minute match, and it is all going to be online Discord. So GG. That uh, is the, that is that GG no read. That is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Now everybody gets the apex with a with a world championship or world. Yeah, World Championship stamp on it. Um, they, every, did a, they, they did show the images for those, by the way. They look fucking amazing. And then, then you get that 11... No, everybody gets a copy of the new set 16 Sun Goku Supreme Warrior Leader with a World Championship stamp on it as well. So we do get a little preview of the next set. And then, of course, uh, you get silver and, and gold leaders if you finish. You get a new alt art of heroic prospect. <laughs> oh, absolutely! And then, of course, the the finalist, the the champion, gets a gold awakened power Son Goku. You get a, I wish you would have just said a gold heroic prospect. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit and make sure that this one says. <laughs> um, 
gold heroic prospect. Now, okay, this is the first time Bandai has allowed anybody to help edit or make a card that we know of publicly. Um, there's eight guys. I don't know all of them. I know, you know, I know of two of them because I haven't kept up with the outside of America champions. But fuck up. <laughs> what do you think would be a card? Uh, and give me any kind of breakdown you want that they Sorry. would that they would make for their one chance to, to leave their imprint on, on the game. So, okay, so I want to go first, because I actually, because I am gonna I am reading for my boy Jared. Um, uh, cause, just because of the fact that Android 16 plays very closely to what a Surge Leader plays like. Uh, there's, like I said, I said it uh, on uh, when he was revealed, and I said it when I played him. Um, playing, uh, playing Android 16 has a very Surge-like feeling. Um, I just want to make the the ballpark prediction that it's going to be something along the lines of uh, an Android Surge, or at least an Android support card uh, for the deck. Maybe another Arrival 16, or another card to help 16 Arrival or Draw um, cards, is what I feel like. Um, I haven't played the deck too much since a lot of the new support came out, Um, but watching him play... um, you know, it's hard to get in his mindset of what he feels like he, the deck really needs and what it struggles against the most of. Um, but I feel like, um, realistically, if he were to win, it would be something along the lines of those, especially with how much he liked playing Android 16. Um, it would probably, my, that'd be my prediction, is just maybe they would, he would finally just go ahead and ask for um, Android 16 to get the proper surge treatment that I do believe the deck would should, should have gotten uh, on release from Battle Evolutions, because that deck just definitely has all the feelings of a surge leader. I agree. What about you? Uh, what about you, Ernest? What do you? What do you? What? Are, what are your predictions, my boy? Um, for for fan made card, pretty much. Yeah, fan made uh, card based, based on the uh, the the people we know are going to Nats. I honestly don't know because, like, uh. Like I don't know them personally. Like I, I see Jared's a fan of the, the Android deck, sure. Uh, so if he wins, he might make something for it. But he might try to do something for the community too. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I can't because I don't know. Teddy pictures for all the community. There you go. Now yeah, we're like, I don't. I don't know any of these people uh, personally, so I don't. I can't really get into their mindsets of what they're thinking of what they might make. Um, what would you have made had you made it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, something that had to do with red, because that's the color I play, and I would want something good for the for the for that color. I think, uh, I, I, I didn't really put any thought into that because I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it to world. I didn't even think I was going to make it to top eight though. So. And you didn't make it to worse with that mindset, Ernest, and that was your downfall. Yeah. I think, um, I think, um, I think honestly, if you were to make a card, like my prediction for you, it'd just probably be a red Earthling card. Uh, yeah. I would probably say a red counter counter that you could play in a mono red deck. Yeah. What yeah. Do you, I, I just, I would think, I think this is the question I'd ask you for that is, what do you think Bulma needs just to 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 have a more viability in the meta than what it does right now? Great answer. Good answer. <laughs> yeah, like I said, like right. I don't, I didn't think of this, and I've also never really thought of designing a card. Like I know a while back, actually, no, I did think about this once. Me and a friend of mine, Eric, from a while back, we thought about 
making uh, like originally what we thought about was a a launch leader. This was before launch actually came out, and it was similar to where it would like uh, flip back and forth between between the leader, like going back and forth. But uh, it was like a coin flip. Like each turn, you flipped a coin, and uh, you flipped to to the side that it was supposed to be on, depending on what what the coin said. Um, uh, the front side would be uh, yellow, and then the back side was going to be blue. Ah. And because like her hair tur- it turns from yellow to blue in the in the show. So we we thought of something like that, where like the, the uh, her 15k side would be her her like I'm gonna kill you t- uh, side, and then like the 10k side was like her passive itself, and, and like we didn't really think much of other than that, but I think I we thought that, that would be really cool because it would give uh give deck like or give whoever built the deck around it a lot of like different things to, to think about because you would be flipping to do two different car, uh, colors. Yeah, no, that's it's uh, actually a really good good thought. I think that's interesting. I do like, you know, the different game mechanic of like a coin flip, right? Uh, yeah. Leaving it up to RNG uh, to, to determine what side you're on and, and whatnot. But I think it would be... And, that, and like, I think that, that kind of card would not be too broken because it wouldn't, it wouldn't actually have both colors. It would just be one color on one side, one color on the other side. And so it wouldn't ever be a, a, a leader that would ever really get banned or anything. Would certainly more than likely. Suck, suck dick if you had a bunch of uh, final flashes in your hand and you're just sitting on the blue side like, why can't I flip? <laughs> why can I not activate you? I thought that, was gonna, that would have been a really interesting thing to do. Um, but I think that's the only thing that we thought of was for launch, uh, right. and that like this was a long time ago that we thought about this. So it was like, so I, I know we had thought of other stuff for it, but I don't remember what it was. Sure. Uh, but I got a question for you. What if instead of a coin flip, it was like, what if you really sneeze? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> better get the pepper ready. Hey, grab that feather for me while you're at it. Bring pepper with you the entire time. Damn. Anytime you what's sneeze, the, you get the what's, the, what's the pollen count outside? I need to know what deck I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh funny. my god. That's funny. <laughs> Somebody uh, with COVID is always going to be sneezing. Oh fuck. <laughs> Uh, all right, um, Jonathan, what you got for us, dog? Uh, I have no idea about any of the players that are playing in this event, what they would pick. But had I had the option to uh, to make a, a card for Bandai, first and foremost, I will say I, I really hope that they don't give them some bullshit like common, uncommon. I even feel like a rare would be like a disrespectful like card slot to give them. So I'm hoping if they don't, if they don't, if they don't give them, if they don't give them an S, if they don't give them an SR secret or a leader, then I'm gonna fight Bandai. I don't think they'll give them a leader. I really don't. I I think leader is too too much. I think I think if they don't give them a leader, that's fine. But I do want it to be one of those slots because those are the impactful slots. Exactly. Yeah, because like everything, anything. I mean, rare kind of yes, rare and um, maybe uncommon. I mean, unless it's like a unison. If it's like a unison, then yeah. Yeah, anything that you can like play out there. I have heard you know uh, people give a reason why they would want it to be a common, so that you can just flood the fucking game with a copy of your card that you designed. But it's like, no, I want it to be like 
actually... I want, you, I, I want you poor people to afford my card. <laughs> it's felt like broken here. Um, yeah, I want to be able to be like, damn, imagine being poor. If I had to make a card, I would do it for the community. And for me, I love to troll like the rest of the community. So it would probably be along the lines of a farmer shotgun card. Um, it would probably, if it was a seeker rare, oof. Boy, howdy. That thing is getting multiple <laughs> multiple keyword skills. Uh, but if it's like realistic, like an SR, it's probably something like um, Farmer Shotgun Zeno. Just as, you know, fuck around. I'm sure there's a, a Heroes episode where he comes into play. Probably not. Uh, hey. But he's going to be like a, a 35k. Hey, <laughs> he's going to be a double strike, dual attack crit. All right, dog, I'm going to end the podcast. Right, for sure, for sure. No, I don't know what I would pick. Uh, that wouldn't be, like, stupid or something. Like, I've, I've been really thinking about if Bandai would ever make a, an un-set uh, like Magic does, where it's, like, a bunch of joke cards that, uh, you know, they don't... Don't, act- don't give our boy who wins fucking worlds an unset card. Don't do that one, Bandai. No, but, like, make it in the set. Um, I don't know. It's really tough. I really do think that it would just depend on when the card would be released. Because uh, there's no guarantee that they'll get it in the next couple sets, right? Because I'm sure it takes time to develop these cards. Um, I don't know. I've, I've really pondered how, how much Bandai would either allow somebody to develop a card versus how much they'd fuck them and be like, Hey, we're going to give you a vanilla and you just pick the, uh, the cost and the character and that's it. Um, I mean, I'd be really, I'd be really mad if that was what was given to the world like champion. It's like, hey, pick a vanilla, but yo, just, just, yo, pick a, pick a, pick a character. All right, I picked this one. Cool, that's your card. What about the effects? That's a vanilla. Get out. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right. It's like, <laughs> wow, thanks. Um, I want, I want this person to make a a eight cost seeker that does not have the tag ultimate. It is an actual vanilla. And it has eight thousand power. There you go, eight thousand. So it doesn't it's do anything. Be an, it's gonna be an eight cost too. Would yeah. you make? It has to be an eight cost, and it has eight k attack. Would you make of it a vanilla one drop Vegeta uh, or Nappa? That's power level is nine thousand one. No, it has to be a Goku that does <laughs> that. Why? Why are you fucking this up? I'm not. <laughs> It's gotta be it's gotta, a scouter or like it's gotta be a Goku with like power nine thousand one, and you can free play it if your opponent has a Goku or uh, sorry if your opponent has a Vegeta or Nappa in their leader area battle area drop or warp something like that. Or energy. It'd be really cool if they had all three from that iconic scene, and it's just like you know you see like um, like speech bubble where it's like. So, Vegeta, quarters of counter everybody power, and you just go into the <laughs> whole scene. So I thought it was pretty funny that I thought it was pretty funny. You thought it was something uh, funny that you thought was pretty funny. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but uh, I really want I really want them Bandai to make a card about the uh, the scene from the Cell Saga where Krillin throws a rocket fucking Goku's head. <laughs> I don't know why that came into my mind, but I was in my car and I go, man, that'd be a pretty funny car if they made that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wanted to be like testing the limits or something. It's just like, throw your card at your fucking opponent. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I really do. I We've talked about this like episodes and episodes ago about like different game mechanics that I think should be added. 
uh, if Bandai would allow such a thing, I would really like to see uh, a new game mechanic being added uh, to the game via this new card. But it's, it's just no way. I don't think Bandai would allow for something like that. Well, what if we're just like fucking wrong and Bandai just just fucking drops, lets this dude drop a bomb on us? <laughs> Like, it's just like, yo, dude, all right, let them have it. Most uh, broken shit in the game. I mean, they did give us, like, set 9 through 12, which was pretty fucking, like, powerful. So I don't see why they wouldn't. But, you know, it would be really cool Makes if they people did. complain, though. Yeah, <laughs> nah, but people dude, complain dude, when they, they don't. If, <laughs> so they, if they complain, the dude can come in and be like, yo, don't complain about my card, you fucking losers. Uh, would y'all want a crossover card as the the one that gets picked? Oh, or? fuck yeah, dude, I want my pan. <laughs> a special guest. <laughs> special guest pan. Let's go. What if they let the person who won be a character in the card game? Oh, dude, fuck yeah, bro. That I, oh, I, would, be, cool. I would be pretty hype about that, cool dude. That. I don't give a fuck, yo. Fuck that. That's fucking cool, actually. So, if you guys are listening to this, Bandai, whoever wins, let them be a character in the card. Hey, Bandai, hire me, you fucking losers, because I'll design better cards than you can. Just make sure they have a big PP, and then we'll be they'll, all right. They'll also be an Earthling, so maybe as long as they're red or yellow, I might get to use them in small. Oh, it's, it's your secret, bro. Tap two for a skillless Devol. What? Yeah, dude. Uh, I play. Uh, I'm gonna uh, tap two. Andrew Devol response. Andrew Devol effects. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I really do hope Andrew Duvall wins this. <laughs> so yeah, well, this yeah. I, I, want my, I want my Andrew Duvall card now. Will. I, like, I out, of, out of everybody that's on there or in the list that I've seen so far, I think Duvall has the best chance of winning. Uh, he has I do one think of the Jared's best teams really to support. Good. Yeah, I, I think Jared's a really good player too. I just I think that the Duvall just kind of just pushes him out a little bit. Uh, not really just a little bit, but, like, a lot. Well, <laughs> like, I, I mean, Marquise finished actually... fourth, and that's, like, he played the same deck as, as Duvall, and they're on the same team. So yeah. I would imagine that uh, University has a really strong, like, cabinet of they, just players they have, at their arsenal. Yeah, they have a really good good team and everything. But the other thing is that Duvall's also from Florida, and so he also has better testing partners other than just his team. And these are people that he's played with for for years now. Who right. all want would like him to win as well? Just because, like, whether they're on the same team or not, all those Florida good players are also probably dude, pulling for him to win. Dude, we want America to win. We don't want those fucking tit showing <laughs> Europeans to win. Um, but yeah, I mean, we all like these cities, but <laughs> I mean, not man cities and not not small. Nah, nah. Uh, I will say this: I am I am looking forward to hearing or watching worlds, depending on how they do and what they do and when they do it. Um, so it'll be it'll really be cool to see the interaction of uh, if there's any disconnects, if they do any disqualifications, uh, what decks pull out of where. Because I know Latin America loves them some fucking Android 18 mil and fucking King Vegeta and Majin can't Vegeta. We, <laughs> so can't, wait for fucking an, can't wait for fucking Android 18 mil over the fucking computer. That's definitely going to go over fucking well. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, I actually... I, uh, yes. I talked to... What? Uh, Sorry, I talk, my, my cat, not, I didn't talk we're going to cut that out. My cat was fucking trying to destroy <laughs> my chair. Hell yeah. I'm going to oh. There there was a YouTuber that posted about the, um, the Australian uh, finals. 
and King Pickle ended up second there. Uh, apparently, King Pickle is pretty popular over there. And they love I didn't know that. Some monarchs over there because uh, Latin America loves King Vegeta, King Piccolo. Uh, apparently, Android eighteen is royalty also, so y'all can fuck yourselves. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just she's the about queen. <laughs> yeah, she's she's Krillin's queen. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Android eighteen, sex dolls. Oh my god. <laughs> Anthony so Hernandez. I want my, my Anthony uh, Hernandez card that awakens oh. an Anthony Hernandez and sex doll. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I, oh let, let's let's not talk about all that. I'm gonna go over my uh, my tournament real quick, like the what I played against. Drop over your uh, matches because uh, <laughs> because we I wanna I wanna move on to, to, to set sixteen. Okay, hold on, because I have it written down. All right, so round one. Uh. Those wind tunnels when he wants to talk. Bro, bro. You, went, you, went, you went round one, got it right here. And I'm... I'm sorry, I'm a little out of breath. We laughed a lot today. <laughs> today was Everyone, a good day. What, what's so funny? Uh, can, you, can I hear me? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Around one, I went. Through, I played blue, blue, yellow Icarus. Duo that person. I don't remember most of who I played against, though. So let's. No, we're back. unmemorable. Damn, bro, you, said, <laughs> you said he said who? <laughs> round round two, I played against Golden Frieza. Scrum. Funniest thing of uh, on that uh, that game one, I lost because I never saw a unison or anything. Uh, but when we started playing, the guy asked me, "Do you know what these cards do?" And I, I asked him, do you know who Aiden is? And he said, no. And I was like, okay. Well. No way, dude. What a trash player. Who was it? But imagine uh, I don't play, know. I don't know who he was. Imagine, imagine, I, playing, imagine playing set one for reason, not knowing who Aiden is. The guy who put that deck on the map. Yeah. For sure. I, I should have told him. I was like, he, run, he runs the Frieza army page. And I go, he has like 300 versions of this deck. And I've played damn near every single one of them. I was like... Yes, I know what these cards do. I played 299. This is the 300th <laughs> one. I'm fucked. You, you should have you started just reading them all off, like, verbatim. Like, like just, just, like, full name, full fucking, full effect. <laughs> even start like, calling just, his hand out, bro. Like, yeah, just, you probably got start, two of these and one of these. and Just, just, like, like, just start saying <laughs> set numbers for the cards. <laughs> just, like, fucking just go in. Just, and just mind like, game him, bro. You see, oh yeah, your opponent's so fucking lost. They're like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> He's like, yeah, usually the best play is when you actually play it this way, and then you combo that and then this, and they're like, oh, I never uh, thought of that. And you're like, yeah, just I, go ahead yeah. and scoop. I had moments of uh, thinking that stuff. I was like, oh, I probably would have better if you would have done this instead, but it's okay. I did. I got this. You should have crushed his soul. <laughs> oh, it's Matt's, bro. There's no mercy. <laughs> well, round three, I played against Green Turles. Oof. Um, I, I think I put on the, the main thing that I 2 that person, I actually didn't. I, it was actually uh, I got him 2-1 because we were on game 3 and we went to time. Uh-huh. Uh, we we had 5 minutes left and went like 5 minutes in overtime because we were in game 3. He turned around looked at the clock and it was like 5 minutes and 30 seconds or something like that and then he started to play slower. And he started asking me how many cards were in my hand over and over. And he started saying he was sorry that he normally asks how many cards are in my hand. 
And I was like, bro, this is like the only time you've asked me this this many times. So at some point, like he asked me how many cards, it was 10. And I, uh, when he asked me the second time, I, I said it's still 10. And I put the card that I knew I was going to play on the top of it, or like on, a, on the very top of my stack of, on, in my hand. And I put my hand on the table face down and just didn't touch it. Uh, so every time he asked me again, I would like just tell him the number. And then he did whatever I knew he was going to do. I countered with the card that was on top of the stack. And then he asked me what, how many cards again. I said nine. So he did some other stuff, searched through his deck, did some other stuff. And then he asked me again. I said, still nine. I haven't touched my hand. Hell and yeah. Like, Fuck that guy. And, bro, yeah, anytime and, someone does that shit, bro, I'm that ass being like, I'm just going to get a judge over here because, because A, that's, that's, uh, um, it's not illegal, it, but that is that that's blatant time stalling. Because uh, uh, I, I I pointed it out to him like the whole time. I was, like he kept handing me his deck to to shuffle or to to cut or whatever because he kept looking through his deck with different effects, and I kept tapping his deck and putting it back. And I was like, just hurry up, man! Like you saw the time already. We have very little time. Just do as much as you can. Hurry up! Like let's go. And like like I said, he kept asking me how many cards were in my hand. He was doing his plays quickly enough, but he wasn't. But he was stalling by doing that. Yeah. And so at one I, point I, I was I like, I just would have, I just would have been like, I'm getting a judge to watch the game now because I, I would have, uh, but that would have taken longer to do than to just tell him to hurry up. Yeah, with five minutes like, left, it's like, man. Yeah, yeah, the, and I didn't want to end during his turn. I wanted it to end during my turn. So like, I was I was rushing him through and making sure everything he did was tur- or, like fast, and, and and like I cut down anything any interaction he had with me. I already knew what it was going to do. So, I, like I said, I put the card in, in the top of my hand so that I knew what I was going to do before he even did anything. So, like, I made him finish his turn with, like, 30 seconds left. And I go, uh, I go, do you have anything else? We, you literally have 30 seconds left. Are you going to end your turn or not? And he goes, yeah, pass my turn. I was like, all right, cool. I drew, played New Ruler, and attacked my leader. And I said, hey, you got any negates? He goes, no. I was like, all right, combo uh, a tam- uh, tambourine from my life. Anything. He goes. He goes. No. So I pl- I played tambourine, and that's when time got called. Oof. I literally just played battle cards as much as fast as I could, yeah. and uh, when time got called, the judge actually had just walked up right behind him, and asked, "All right, are y'all on game three? We said yes. He said, "What's life?" We were both at four. And he looked at the battlefield. He had one battle card and a unison. I had three battle cards and his filled card that he had. So, te- so I would have had the game no matter what because of the battle card and his own field card. Right. Now because it's on your field, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, you should have just stole his cards, thrown him out of and said, fuck you, and then left. I would have, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, like that, that game, I was frustrated with, with the end of the game. Like The whole game was good, but the, the end of the game, I was a little frustrated because of what he was doing. Um... But it is cool. Like, I still got the game. Uh, round four, I played against another blue-yellow Icarus, and I got that game because of the, the peel-off that doesn't let my opponent untap. If they uh, like, it, they have to warp four, uh, five cards in their drop area to play it. Um, he played the SS uh, Rosé that plays the, the, the four blocker tokens, yeah, yeah. and he overwhelmed during the same turn, so he didn't have anything in the drop area. And then when he passed, he he tried to untap his energy. I was like, "You can't do that." He goes, "Why not?" I said, "Because I played Pilaf on the on the first turn. Even though Pilaf wasn't on the field anymore, 
I was like, it's a continuous effect for the whole game. You have to uh, warp five cards from your drop to untap your energy. And you already overwhelm, so you don't have anything in your drop. And he goes, oh, dang. All right. So, yeah, I passed my turn. I, and then I proceeded to kill him the next turn. That was one of the times that I played the Goku. Uh, I just I knew he didn't have enough to combo out of everything. And after the game, uh, he showed me three Sensu Beans, the Kai Secret Rare, um, a Repost. Uh, like, he, he had literally all the defense if he had that one energy untapped. Yeah, well, that's a big misplay on his part. Yep. And I was just, like, I was on it most of the, like, almost every game that I played throughout day one, I was on every single one of my effects. Like, I knew everything that I was doing, and I kept track of everything that I had uh, really well. Um, but, yeah, I got him because of Pilaf, which I thought was great. Uh, round five was my, my match that I lost on stream against Gogeta. That's Nick Menard, uh, or M M Maynard, Menard. Yeah, Menard. Yeah, he he's really cool. I hope I hope I said his name right. But yeah, he was really cool. He was he's part of Hermit Styles team. Um, I whenever I sat across from him and I heard his voice, I was like, I know your voice, but I don't know who you are. And it's because he was part of the Cell Surge podcast uh, on the Road to Nats for Hermit Style. Um, he was also on there today, uh, the, the one they released today about his tournament report. Uh, he was real cool. Uh, I like playing against him. I think. I think uh, if I would have drawn my unison on game three, I may have been able to pull out that game because I still played that, that third game really well. I just, at one point, or my Awaken uh, turn, I drew the Piccolo Jr. Negate off my life and then the top two cards off my deck, and I didn't see a single unison the entire game. So, like, I drew my big head Negate, like the free one that only free Negate if if you have the the uh, unison on the field, so I just couldn't play it. I was like, this this that felt bad the whole game. For sure. Uh, uh, the next round I played against Yellow Topo. Uh, that that game was cool. I the entire game I attacked as unisons because that deck doesn't do anything if you're if they don't have a unison. So the entire game I just attacked the unison the entire time. Uh, like I, he never had any cards in his hand because he always tried to keep his unison on the field. Um, it just it seemed really easy, just killing the the unison. The only reason why I knew how to play against that deck, sort of, is because Matt and Wayne both play it from the Salt Boys. Hell yeah! <laughs> so I was like, oh, I know what this this leader does. I just need to attack the unison the entire time. <laughs> uh, round seven was against Sin Shinron. Uh, I two would that guy too. Um, that one, he was really salty afterwards. He, he actually got mad that he lost and he told me that it should have been a, an easy game for him to win. Um, I decked him out game one because he used his, his tap six to play everything. And I topo negated with him having like three cards in his hand. So he couldn't kill me. And then, uh, on my turn, I blew up his field and he had to draw like, nine or ten cards, and he... I think he would have had one card left in his deck after that, so he, he just couldn't couldn't do anything. Uh, so he scooped up that, that one. Uh, we played game game two. Uh, turn two, he played the nine drop. My turn uh, two, I... Uh, what's it called? I used my unison, or I played my unison, 
and then I protected it the next turn. He played a second of the nine drops, and then during my next turn, I used two max powers to get rid of both of them. Nice. Uh, yeah, that that one, like, that game seemed a lot easier than the first game. The first game, I was a little worried, but I, I, I couldn't believe that I decked him out with that. So, uh, round eight was, to me, really cool because of who I got to play. Ernest, uh, we're going yeah. to cut this out. Right, we're going to cut this out. Right. Wrap it the okay. fuck up. <laughs> this, this is my last round that I was talking about. Or, I had two more rounds to talk about. Alright? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Alright, so round eight was against uh, Robert Ritchie. Hell yeah. Earlier, earlier on in the day, I actually talked to him, and I told him that I had listened to their to, like the FOE's team talk. And I was like, you said that you would bet anybody that no red deck would make it to top 16. I was, and I told him, I want to prove you wrong. He said, I hope you do, but as long as you don't play against me. I want you to prove me wrong, but don't play against me. You can beat anybody else, just don't play against me. I was like, cool. Round 8, when I saw his name in my pairings, I walked up to him. I was like, I think you jinxed it. He goes, why? I go, because I'm playing you. He goes, oh, okay. That's and he... He actually told me how his deck, like how Soul Striker would beat King Piccolo whenever me and him were talking. He was like, "Yeah, I, like I don't want you to play me because it's it's not a very good matchup for you. Like this is how how uh, Soul Striker beats King Piccolo." And I was like, "All right." So like I was a little worried during the game, but it like game one, I was really surprised that I won because he had like seven or eight cards in his hand to my two or three, and when I attacked and went in with a double strike. He couldn't combo out, and I, I was really surprised that he couldn't combo out. Uh, like I, I couldn't believe I got that game. Game two, towards the end of it, I was comboing with a crap load of thirty Ks, and he just eventually lost his entire hand. Good guy, uh, Ritzy gave you the first game. Yeah, he, uh, he shook my hand at the end of that game. He said, "Congrats, uh, good luck in top 16. and I, and I didn't know that it was the last round. Uh, Travis Washburn was sitting. A lot of people didn't know it was the last round. To be honest, did they say yeah. they were going to go one more round? But then they decided yeah. the last. Minute. They said they were going to go to nine, but apparently after or before round seven, they said it was only going to be eight. But a lot of people didn't hear that announcement because I didn't eight. hear that announcement. Nope, we didn't hear the announcement until after round eight when someone said that. Oh, we're only having eight rounds. Oh well, shit. Hold on. <laughs> but yeah, Travis Washburn was sitting next to me, or uh, like standing there watching watching the game, and he said that he was uh, he. They, he goes, yeah, that was the last round. What's your record? I said, I'm still X1. He goes, yeah, you made it to day two. You're in the top 16. I was like, oh, hell yeah. That's awesome. Like, I didn't expect that. Hey, um, the one lone Red well, Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... La- that last sh- round. That, that, that last shit was pretty... Round. That was, um... Yeah, that, it, it's a really good run. Um, that shit is pretty good. It's here's uh, top 16 speak- against Mar- speaking of, Marcus. Speaking of, speaking of... Speaking of last runs... Uh, after this, uh, we're going, uh, the, the podcast, uh, itself, we're going on hiatus, right? Yes, we are going on a break. Uh, it's not, it's not over, but it'll, it's like, it's not goodbye, but it's see you later. Um, Sayonara. Yes, exactly, (laughs) sayonara. It's the end of the season, obviously we have Worlds coming up, but, uh, with things happening and not a lot of things happening after that, it just makes sense for us to take a little bit of a of a dip but uh Ernest, give us your top 16 matchup with marcus and we'll we'll do our our sign off 
Yeah, because I already talked about my top eight match. I lost that one. But yeah, my top 16 match against uh, Marcus was really cool. Uh, I like Marcus. I used to hang, uh, hang out on his uh, streams that he used to do all the time. He was also using Golden Frieza. And so I kind of told him the same thing that I told the, the first guy that was using Golden was about Aiden. And he at least knew who he was. And I was like, yeah, I've played against so many different versions of this deck, so I, I know it pretty well. He had that uh, uh, Casey Dispatch Dispo uh, Spice that I had never seen Aiden use, so I thought that was amazing. Like, that was a really cool tag for him. Uh, game one went my way really easily. Game two, I I had to survive four attacks of a the Dragon Fist Goku, the yellow one. Um, in one turn, and then another double strike, and that, that's pretty much what got me the game, is because he comboed up to, like, 40k on each one of those swings, and I somehow survived each, all the attacks all the way through, Oof. till till the end, and, like, at the end of the game, he went to 30k and was like, 30k double strike, can you combo out? If you can, that's game. Because I think he was at one or two, and he just, he used all his combo power to try to, try, try to kill me, and it just didn't work. Yeah, Marcus yeah, is a good guy. Uh, I like him. Yeah, yeah, Marcus was great. He was he was really cool to play against. I'm glad my first top cut was against somebody who I knew sort of. Uh, first time I got to play him in real life, I played him a couple times on his streams. He's he's always been really cool to talk to and everything. So, but yeah, no, that's that's really good. Um, like Houston's on the map once again. Uh, we've been saying it since the podcast came that. out. It's been it's. Houston is a great atmosphere for the game. We're very competitive. Uh, we should be more recognized than I think other places are, and we're we're getting there. We have yeah, really good. <laughs> we have really good competition. We have really good players. The community is very strong. Um, yeah, we'll reiterate, Houston, not Texas, but Houston. Yeah, yeah, fuck Dallas. But yeah, let's do our sign-offs, guys. And like we mentioned earlier, uh, this will be our last episode for a while. We're going to take a break. Um, I don't think we're going to do a, a world's recap. But if anything crazy happens, emergency ban list or you know, user-created card that Bandai lets happen, we'll, we'll probably come back on. But yeah. um, One more thing before we go. Um, yeah. Uh, when we drop the podcast, uh, we're going to drop the uh, invite link for the Discord that we've created for uh, Thank you on yes, we do have a Discord that's been uh, under construction for, for some time. But come join us. Come join our community that we're going to be trying to make. It'll probably be like a, hopefully, uh, a cool atmosphere. It might be a little bit more hell groupish than than not. But you know, we all like to have fun. So check us out. Uh, Ryan, Ernest, when y'all want to start us off on the sign-offs? Uh, I'll, let Ernest, I'll, I'll let Ernest go first. <laughs> you guys are such gentlemen. <laughs> Get, get going, top, get going top eight. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give a shout-out to the guys right here, yeah, Ryan and, and Jonathan. Uh, Marco, too, even though he still didn't get to make it. Um, shout-out to all the guys in Houston. Definitely shout-out to my team. I'm glad I put the Team Empire on the map as well. Uh, I Yeah, that's, that's all I got. Fair enough. <laughs> Ryan, you want to go? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll definitely give a shout-out to uh, the greatest team in uh, all of the United States of America. 
shout out to the group. That didn't talk next. Oof, alright, dog. Come, come. <laughs> where you, hey, no, you, ever since you came back to Nets, dog, you ain't been to Galaxy once. Where that big, where that, where that big talk at, brother? I don't have a car. <laughs> I thought you had a car. What the, I thought you no, sold the Gojitas for the car. I, I'm, I sold my stuff so I can, so I can get two getting a car. Oh my god, I thought you just said you were trying to get two cars and say, alright, dog, no. chill out, brother. <laughs> He's top eight, yeah. He's top eight guy now. He needs two cars. Gets top eight one, buys two cars. <laughs> uh, but definitely shout out to my team, Team Rays. Uh, definitely shout out to, uh, to Galaxy Gaming. Uh, best store in all of the Galaxy right here. Oh my god, you took my fucking line. Yeah, get wrecked, loser. You shouldn't let me go first. Get, get knocked on, motherfucker. Okay. And then, uh, definitely shout out to us, though, especially. Uh, it's gonna, uh, it's gonna be really interesting with my Saturdays not being here for the podcast. But, um, yeah. like I said, if anything, if anything interesting comes up, uh, we'll definitely be here for it. Yeah, we'll have emergency podcasts. Uh, well, uh, I, I can't speak for Marco, but I, I'll try to do so. Um, shout out to, to Team. Meta Club, they're uh, a great group of guys. They're my brothers, and uh, fuck everybody else in Houston. That's Marco, by the way. So thank you, Marco, for that. Um, <laughs> Marco, I, got, I got Marco on the phone right now. Hold on, hold on. Oh, he's up to check his bro. <laughs> Instant karma for fucking Ryan. Right? Instant karma. <laughs> uh, I'll give my shout outs. Um, Shout out to the boys one time, Salt Boys, best team in Houston. Uh, we're not the most competitive group, but we like to have the most fun, and that's what's mo- most important when when doing anything with a hobby is you know making sure you enjoy it. Uh, shout out to Lotus Gaming Shop, uh, best shop in Houston. Uh, if you haven't checked them out and you're in the Houston area, go check them out. Uh, if you have not checked out the stream, they stream every Thursday. Uh, you might have heard of David PR Sign. He is the commentator there for Sal or Salt, depending on how you want to pronounce it, but a great shop, great stream, and of no, course... If you're, in the, if you're in the general 20-mile area, definitely hear him as he yells unimportant things. <laughs> uh, I want to give a shout-out to every Houston player, every Houston team, for making such a great community. Uh, for the better part of four years, I've been in this community, and I, I will say that uh, new or old, or experienced or not, seasoned or casual or competitive, it's just always a good time. Uh, going to a store and playing with people who, who like the same game as you. So shout out to you guys. Um, shout out to haters one time. Always have to. And then, of course, uh, big shout outs to Ryan, Ernest, and Marco for uh, for whatever reason, entertaining the idea of getting on this podcast with me and talking bullshit for an hour to three hours, depending on how early we get on with each other. But uh, like when we, like yeah. when we, we're like, yeah, let's have the podcast three hours later. Oh, yeah, we didn't start the podcast. Oh, bro, don't, don't get me started on how many times my wife has fucking crucified me for <laughs> having not started. That was, yeah, I did that, that, that thing makes me feel more bad for Jonathan when she comes in the room and goes, you guys haven't started yet? And I'm like, oh, should we better for like two fucking hours? A <laughs> uh, big, big shout out to my wife for allowing me to do such such bullshit that I do and, and still she loves me for it so um, big big shout out for I definitely will let her know that she <laughs> she is appreciated so yeah, we can maybe that, continue that, that, after that, the hiatus <laughs> that, definitely big shout out to her and for letting us letting us use, use, use uh, letting us use the house use the rooms 
Yeah, we've been making her, making her really good uh, chicken dip. Oh yeah, Ernest will just destroy anything that she makes in the kitchen. So. In, the, in the middle of the podcast, Ernest is over there looking at the food like, "Can I eat on the podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> you put it on me while he crunches through some chips. <laughs> I think we have uh, an episode with him doing more, that. Yeah, we do. One more little shout out. I will shout out uh, Team Rays as well because they both the. Uh, Jose and Trenton did let me room with them. I appreciate that. Uh, I was just joking around about y'all not stopping. I mean, like that was, was you guys still did great. Uh, appreciate y'all, y'all too. So. Oh, well, that's that's very uh, very cringe. <laughs> I appreciate the uh, the heartfelt uh, after school special. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in reality, we we all love each other very much. Uh, we we bullshit with each other, but I think at the end of the day, it's Houston over everybody. So. Uh, even yeah. on our worst local days, when we go into competitive scene, it's always Rep Houston. So um, we're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to to top events, and we're going to put Houston on the map so that we're the next, I guess, I don't know, Florida, New York, or L.A., or whatever the fuck. So um, if y'all think you're if you're nice, in the words of somebody that is speaking from <laughs> Dallas, <laughs> tell us when you want to show up. If you're good at the game, show up. If not... Fuck off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but all right, guys. Um, it's been a pleasure with these 19, actually 20, because we had that fucking missing episode. But it's been a pleasure recording with you boys, and we'll pick up in a couple months here. But to all the viewers out there, thank you for enjoying and listening to our bullshit. And we'll catch you on the next one. Take it easy. Ciao.